Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. And I am so excited because today, if you are listening to this, when this episode comes out, it is my 30th birthday. I have reached the 3-0 and it's funny because part of me still thinks I'm in my like early mid twenties. And then another part of me thinks, no, I have three kids. I'm tired. Am I, am I older than 30? So it's funny. And a lot of people ask me, oh, how are you feeling about turning 30? And I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the thirties. I feel like I was looking back and reflecting over the twenties and how much of a different person I am, how much we grow and how much we go through in our 20s. Like we we go from 19 to 20 and we're a kid, really. We're still a kid. Over here in Australia, you are deemed as an adult, but really I look at my 19-year-old self and go, mm, no, you're still a kid. And or like we've finished school, we're entering the workforce, we're studying, we're moving out of home, getting our license, we're basically becoming independent and this freedom and all of a sudden we have to face the world. And so the growth and what we go through over the decade of the 20s, um, well, for me, has been huge and I'm honestly so proud of myself and I don't even feel bad saying that. I'm so proud of myself for who I have worked to become over these years but anyway so here is the 30s and I'm so excited for what God has in store for the next 10 years of my life unless Jesus comes back which you know be all right too but today on the podcast I wanted to share with you 30 lessons in 30 years now it's not like one lesson it's really just 30 things that I've learned um, mostly in like the last five years since becoming a mum and and life just changing, going on some life changes. But that's what I wanted to share with you today. So this is going to be a bit more of a fun episode. We're going to, because it's 30 points, I thought, is that too many? But So we're just going to go through them all. Uh, but I hope you stick around and join me and let's go through 30 lessons in 30 years. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Okay, so I have 30 points, 30 lessons that I have learned, as I said, basically mostly in the last five years, but I'm excited and I'm excited to know 
I want to know what you would say, what you would say you've learned in even the last five years. What's something that you um, has been like a turning point for you? So number one, there's a saying that is something like do something every day to get you closer to where you want to be. And usually this is like in, in business and like take action, even if it's just small action. And I completely agree. And I really like this because it's it reminds me that even just the smaller thing, and it's not even to do with like my brand or the podcast or um, business or anything like that. Sometimes I decide to go for a run because I want to be a fun fit mum. Or sometimes I might sit down and play with my kids. And that's the one thing that I want to do to get closer to my kids, to build that relationship. It's not just about business. So that's something that I I like to think every day. What's something? Have I done something today to get me closer towards where I want to be in life, who I want to be in life? And sometimes, yes, it is business related, but sometimes it's, no, I'm going to spend more time with my kids today. So that was number one. Number two, being debt-free is cooler than always having the latest and greatest. Now, I, so I grew up, not even grew up, I I guess from, from the media, from social media, from my peers around me, felt like I had to have the latest and greatest. I felt like I had to update my phone. I felt like I needed to buy a new car, like, signed my life away with a car loan for how many years things like that where I just no you know what actually it's cool to buy a car that's 10 years old but you have the cash to buy it and don't have to pay pay it off over the next seven years of your life five years I don't even remember how long it was um but being debt free is cooler than the latest and greatest having having money in your pocket and not being a slave to the lender is so much better. You don't need to have a new car. You don't need to update your iPhone every September. You don't need to always have the nice things, the new things. Uh, number three, the answer is usually go out in nature. Now this one I I really loved and I wanted to add in because I think sometimes we can underestimate what being out in nature does for us for our body, for our mind, for our mental wellness, for our physical wellness, how it grounds us, like putting your feet on the ground, grounding, getting connected into nature, into creation. It's not like a wooey thing. It's like be in creation. Get fresh air. The air in our home, I'm sure I've talked about before, um, is so much more toxic than the air outside. Like, and you'd think it'd be the other way around, but it's not. And so going out in nature, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling confused, if you're feeling overwhelmed, go and look at the ocean, go and look at a lake, go for a walk, a bushwalk, go through, I don't know, hike a mountain. And how much better do we feel? Number four, a bad day is just a bad day. A bad day doesn't mean that the rest of the week is a write-off. A bad day doesn't mean it's a bad life. A bad day 
is just that today was tough. Today sucked. And we're going to have bad days. It's um, being okay with the fact that some days are going to suck. Some days are going to be hard. Some seasons are going to be tough. And it might be a week. It might be a month. It might be a season of time. But it doesn't mean that it's a bad life and everything is a write-off. And you can find goodness even in the bad day. Choose to find gratitude. Choose to find the good. Choose to find something to bring you joy in a bad day or a bad week, bad season. So that was number four. Number five, boundaries are a good thing. Yes, boundaries. Love me some boundaries. And I, it was probably a very long time ago, actually, that I did a podcast episode on boundaries. Um, and we spoke about boundaries with like our, our calendar, with our phone, with our life, with our relationships, that we need boundaries. Boundaries are good. Boundaries keep us safe. And it's like our kids. Our kids thrive when they have clear, consistent boundaries. And even now as, an, as a 30-year-old, I have clear, consistent boundaries set up in my life, like clear boundaries where I don't answer the phone after a certain time at night. The phone doesn't come into the bedroom. Um, I have clear boundaries on rest in my calendar, on, on in my calendar of what I'm doing when, that I have a certain amount of time to catch up. I have a certain amount of time to work. I have priorities. Boundaries are a good good thing. Number six, and possibly my favorite, no one actually has it all together all the time. No mum actually has it all together. I know that we can see posts on Instagram. We can see people out there. We can even, you know, go to church and see a mum who's there who seemingly has it all together. But you don't know what the car trip to church was like that morning. You don't know what the house was like trying to get everyone ready no mum has it all together no one has it all together all the time and I think that is really important to remind ourselves particularly as mums that no other mum has it all together all the time because we can get so stuck in comparison and we know comparison is the thief of joy we um that I shared that last week in the podcast but we can get so stuck in comparing ourselves, comparing our lives, comparing our children, comparing our marriage, comparing our clothes, comparing our routines, comparing our what our weeks look like, comparing our work, com comparing everything. We can we can compare anything and get caught up in it. We need to stop, stop that and just focus on our our life. And again, go back to choose gratitude. Number seven, the sun is good for you and necessary. Don't fear the sun. So some of these are like little fun random ones. But the sun, we are so conditioned to basically fear the sun, to cover up, put sunscreen on full of toxins and all the all that stuff. And, and we even now as a society are spending so much more time indoors. 
way more time indoors. So I'm, my lesson that I've learned is to go out and get sun, get sun on your skin, get direct sunlight on your skin. And obviously here in Australia, if it is the middle of summer, I'm not going to go out at midday and get direct sun on my skin. Like I'm going to be smart about it, but early morning is a great time. The sun is so good for you. The sun is good for your immune system. The sun is good for your emotions and mental wellness. The sun, we need the sun. There's a reason God created it. We need the sun, the life that the sun brings us. We need, we need to get out, get out in nature, get out in creation, get the sun on your skin. Uh, number eight is use water play to reset the day. So this one, uh, particularly a lesson that I've learned in motherhood, is that some days you get stuck in a bit of a pickle. Everyone's in a mood. Everyone's just not feeling good. Maybe everyone's a bit tired. Everyone's been at each other. We had a few days like this in the school holidays because we all were taking turns in being sick. And everyone was just over being with each other. And if you were a mum in, in any kind of lockdown, you would know this. But water play, I don't know what it is about it. It's probably that it's like um, the water, water. Water is just so good for us. But water play, using that to reset the day so it can look like a bath and maybe even putting some Lego or Duplo in the bath or putting some random toys in the bath um, or my favorite is I blow bubbles. The kids, I pop the kids in the bath and I just blow bubbles at them and they think it's the best thing ever. Um, another thing is going outside, like a pool or the beach or the lake, even better, um, but turning on a sprinkler, letting them play with the hose, doing bubbles outside, using that and it just resets everyone. It works every time. It resets us and we just start again. And even that in itself is that you can reset. You can reset the day. If it's 11 o'clock, don't write off the rest of the day. Just go, okay, we're going to reset it. And I'll, I might even share some tips for resetting the day in an upcoming episode. But reset the day you can. It's not a write-off. You can go, mm, this, this day isn't working. Let's reset it. All right, number nine. And I'm going to try and speed this up because this, otherwise it's going to be a very long episode. Number nine, trust God. He's got it. Trust the Holy Spirit within you. Oh, that, that's another one coming up. Coming up later. <laughs> but trust God. He's got it. That's a huge, a massive lesson that I've had to learn time and time and time again. Trust God, he's got it. When our daughter was in um, the ICU, we had to trust him. We'd done everything that we could. We had to trust him that, that she would come through. When I had um, postnatal depression, I had to trust God and say, God, I can't, I can't do this in my own strength. I'm, I'm not enough. I can't do this. I need you. I need to rely on you. Number 10, modern healthcare is actually sick care. So the big companies, they don't actually care about your well-being. They have your money in mind. 
not your well-being in mind. And when you look at our healthcare system, it is all symptom management and it is sick care. It's not how can you thrive? How can we um, how can we heal your body so you can thrive, not just live in this survival survival mode? Number 11, the slower we go, the happier we are. And that is, has been a huge thing to learn that I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing the right race. I'm not trying to have it all together. I'm not trying to juggle all the plates. I'm not trying to be everything to everyone. The slower we go, the happier we are. And we just do things at our own pace. Everyone, me, my husband, the kids, everyone's so much happier. Number 12, we can do hard things. Yes, mamas, we can do hard things. We are so strong physically, mentally. You are a lot stronger than you give yourself credit for. Always, always. And you can do hard things. And I want you to even think about right now, think about something that you have gone through in your life that has been a hard time. And you've gone through it and give yourself some credit for getting through and going, you know what, I can do hard things. I can, I can do that. And whether it is like, I can lift heavy weights. I can get through, you know, we got through when our daughter was really sick. We, we did it. We got through whatever it is. I don't think we give enough credit to ourselves for getting through what we go, go through. Number 13, I have time for my priorities. And this kind of goes with the um, boundaries one, but I have time for my priorities. If something is a priority of mine, I'm going to make time for it. So I need to know my priorities. I need to know my values. And that has been a huge lesson. Knowing what it is that I want to prioritize in my life that I want to make time for and making time for that. Yes, we are all busy and we could all just say, well, um, we're all busy. We're all busy. If you're alive right now, I know that you are busy. You're probably listening to this, driving in your car for the fifth time today, going from here, there and everywhere, running errands, running kids around, drop off, pick up, all the things. I know you're busy, but you need to make time for your priorities. Number 14, here's a fun one. Stop trying to please everyone. You never will. I think that that speaks for it of itself. And go back a couple of episodes ago, I spoke with, I had my beautiful friend Janessa on the podcast and we spoke into people pleasing and that really well. So I don't want to go into that. But we need to stop trying to please everyone because we're not going to. We are not going to please everyone. Jesus didn't please everyone. So don't think that you can or that you have to. Number 15, say yes to more fun. This is something that I have, am very intentional about doing now is saying yes more often to my kids. And there's nothing like when your kid comes back in and says like, oh, why do you say no all the time? Or oh, you always tell me no. And sometimes I do have to say no, but sometimes like today. So today, this morning, uh, the girls came with me to my PT session and when we were walking out, it had been raining and there were puddles. And I was like, okay, come on, let's go. Let's hop in the car. And my daughters were wearing their gumboots and said, can we go splash in the puddles? 
And I, in my mind, was like, no, come on, I need to go home. I've got things to do. I need to get you to grandma's house. No. But then I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, you're in your gumboots. It's been raining. Jumping in puddles is fun. Yeah, let's do it. And so they stood there and they jumped in the puddle for like five minutes, had the best time, then came back in the car and were all happy and And so saying yes to more fun, saying yes to getting out and jumping in puddles, saying yes to going on the swing with your kid, going down the slide. Don't just watch them at the park, play with them. Saying yes to putting down the vacuum and sitting and building something out of Lego, saying yes to more fun for you, fun for you, but fun fun with your kids, but fun for you. Now, what happens if you took a day and instead of going, okay, well, today's my day to do all the chores, la, 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 la. And I know I'm like, I'm the one who will tell you, okay, so do this is your day to do these chores. But what happens if you took one of those days off and just went and did something fun? Just went and did something fun for you. If you went, took yourself to the movies, took yourself out to lunch went for a walk somewhere, went for a nice drive somewhere, went and, I don't know, did a painting class or a pottery class. Go and have fun. Add more fun into your day. Okay, we are halfway. Let's let's keep going. Number 16, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to learn. It's okay to unlearn and relearn. It's okay to grow It's actually a good thing and a good biblical thing to remain teachable. I think that that has been the biggest lesson that I have had to learn over the last, I don't know, five years is unlearning everything I knew about the world and relearning, relearning, going, okay, well, Maybe I was wrong or maybe maybe that's not the best way to do that. Oh, maybe it could be done different. Maybe it could be done better. You know, and, and then there was COVID and we all learned lots of things then. So, but it is okay to change your mind. It is okay to change your opinion. That is, that's okay. And it's good. It's good. We should remain teachable. We should remain open to learning, to growing. Otherwise, that would be boring. Number 17, my productivity doesn't determine my value. In fact, nothing, nothing determines my value except for the word of God. That is what determines my value. Speaking of the word of God, number 18, the word of God is our daily bread. Don't underestimate the significance and the impact that reading the word of God daily has on your life, even if it is just one verse. But getting into the word of God, meditating on it, learning it, remembering it, praying it, applying it to your life, that is what we need. We need our daily bread, like we need you know, and that's why it's called our daily bread because we need we need bread daily, we need food daily. We need the word of God. We need to rely on the word of God as 
life source. Number 19, stop playing small and letting fear hold you back. So if we wanted, we could let fear hold us back or from anything, from everything. We could let fear hold us back. We could let fear hold us back from starting a business, starting a podcast, doing this. I so easily could have let fear hold me back. Could let fear hold you back from going out and speaking to that mum in the playground. You could let fear hold us back from everything. So we need to stop playing small. We need to stop playing ourselves small. Stop, stop telling ourselves and believing the lie that we are insignificant, that, oh, oh no, it doesn't matter. Who am I to do that? Well, you're, let's go back to your value. You're a child of God and you have a purpose. There's a reason why you're here now. Don't let fear hold you back. Number 20, rest is important. And um, you can go back a couple of episodes ago where I spoke about rest and I kind of shared uh, the start of our journey with Sabbath and Sabbath rest and what that is looking like um, as it evolves in our life. But rest is important. Physical rest, mental rest. We need rest. If God needed, if God rested, we need to rest. Number 21, self-stewardship over self-care. So self-care, let's stop looking at it in the worldly way. Let's look at it in the biblical self-stewardship way. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to steward our body. And sometimes, yes, that means we need to have a relaxing bath so we can unwind and get all the stress and tension out of our body. But we need to make sure that our um, motivation behind that is right. Number 22, God is faithful. It's just a lesson that I'm continually reminded of his faithfulness and his kindness. He's so faithful to us. He's so, he keeps his word. He keeps his promises. And he's so kind. He constantly shows his kindness from a friend reaching out to a friend making a meal to getting getting a close car park this morning with kids in the rain and God, please let me have a close car park. And I did. And if you knew where I was parking, that would be a miracle. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Anyway, that is just a lesson that I'm learned. God, let me not just know know who you are but let me see who you are let me see the characteristics of you in my day so as number 22 number 23 how you birth doesn't define how you mother how you birth so I that's been a huge lesson for me because none of my pregnancies went to plan none of my births went to plan none of my um breastfeeding expectation what I wanted that plans None of that went to plan. That doesn't define me as a mother though. And for so long, I believed the lie that I had failed. I'd failed a natural birth like I wanted. I had to be medically induced um, for medical reasons for all three of them. Um, and, And then I didn't breastfeed as long as I wanted to with any of them. Like so many things. And I believed for so long the lie that I had failed. I had found, and then when I found out I was 
pregnant again. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right this time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it this time. And then it didn't go to plan again. And I, man, I failed again. No, it doesn't mean failed. It just means things didn't go to plan. And it's okay. Because that's like an insight into motherhood of nothing going to plan. <laughs> so how you birth or what your pregnancy, what that journey looks like. And some of you need to hear that. Some of you need to hear that you have not failed. If you were going for a um, natural labor and you ended in an emergency cesarean, that is not failure. Praise God that the doctors were there to do an emergency cesarean so you and your baby are healthy and well and alive. You need to hear, you need to understand and believe that, that you have not failed. It doesn't define who you are, who you are as a mother, how, how good you are. It's just that things didn't, didn't go to your plan. God knew how it was going to go anyway. And he still chose you to be that child's mother. Number 24, there will always be more. To be content with the seemingly less. There will always be more that I could have. There will always be a house that's better, a yard that's better. There will always be, I don't know, Furniture that's better. There will always be a newer phone, a better car, a bigger lounge room, a better kitchen, a whatever. There will always be something more. You know, we only have to turn on like the TV or our phones and look at ads about, oh, what we need, what we, oh, I think I need that. Oh, I think I need this to, to um, be cool. I think I need this to have a good marriage. I don't know. But learn to be content with the seemingly having less. It's not even really having less. It's just not having the excess of above and beyond. Number 25, everyone is on their own journey. So whether that is low tox, trying to conceive, faith, um, what, you know, what people's pregnancy, birth and postpartum journeys have been, everyone is on their own journey. And one lesson that in that I have learned over the last few years is to appreciate that, is to learn to listen, listen and find out more about people's journey, be invested in their journey, actually care for them on their journey. Which leads me on to the next one is to encourage people, actually encourage people. And I have a beautiful friend who does this so well. If she, if she thinks an encouraging thought, she will say it. She's just one of those vibrant, joyful, encouraging women. And it's so contagious. And being around her has, has made me be even more intentionally um, encouraging. And like speaking it out, like saying to someone, I really love your shirt. Do you, like how good does it feel when someone compliments your outfit? It feels so good. Oh, thanks. Or when someone says, hey, you're doing a really good job as a mum. You are doing, you're doing such a good job. Your, your child is so well-mannered. He's so kind. You are doing such a good job. Like how much does that speak life into us? So be more intentional about encouraging them. 
especially because going to the last one, everyone is on their own journey. Encourage them in that. Don't, don't judge them for that. Don't put them down for that. And speak life into their journey. That That's actually a lesson that I didn't put in here but should have put in here is to speak life. So we'll put that in there. Speak life over yourself, your husband, your children. I talk about that all the time. Anyway, number 27 is invest in your health. Invest in being proactive when it comes to your health. When it comes to actually, let's let's change it. Invest in being proactive when it comes to your health, when it comes to your wellness, when it comes to um, the food that you are eating. You know, we're going to eat these because it's going to nourish us and help us to be strong and help our eyes to see better and help our skin to glow. I don't know. And so being um, intentional about being proactive when it comes to that, but also for the mums, being proactive and being investing in being proactive when it comes to our home. So waking up and having a morning routine, having a um, rhythm set up in our home so our home flows through the day. Number 28, trust the Holy Spirit within you. Trust the discerning voice of God, the Holy Spirit, trust him in you. You know, we get that from being in the word daily. But that has gotten us through so much. Just hearing, having the discernment and knowing whether to say yes to something, whether to say no to something, whether to move somewhere, whether to, you know, what it is. Trust the Holy Spirit within you. Number 29, find a hobby. That has been a lesson that I have learned is to find something that you enjoy doing. And this kind of goes back to the say yes to more fun, but more specifically, find something that you can do that fills your cup, that you can do that, um, like maybe it's reading, maybe it's painting, maybe it's baking, maybe it's something that you like to do. And even better if it's something um with your hands, like express or like write, journal, draw, color. Um, I I really enjoy the um the painting where they like they tell you how to do it because I'm not I'm not someone who can get a blank canvas and make a an artwork. It would be very abstract. But I really enjoy you can get them and they they give you give you a canvas, give you your paint, and then you go through on a little YouTube video, um, how to paint this. That is so much fun to me. And I like it because I'm I'm doing something that I don't really have to think about. Like I can just watch them do it and it doesn't look like theirs, but that's okay. But find something, a hobby that you enjoy doing. And as mums, that is something that we don't do enough or at all because we are so busy we're so busy being concerned about our kids. And as as we should, like, yes, we should be concerned about our kids and, and our responsibility of, of raising them. But we can lose ourselves and forget. Or even we go through this period where I was 25, I think, 
pretty sure I was 25 when I had my son. <laughs> yes, I was. And um, and so I was I was 25 when I had him, and but now he's he's five, and so he's kind of becoming more independent. And I'm realizing like I'm I'm very different to who I was when I was 25. Like I might not like what I liked when I was 25. And so finding what you like, maybe you like to go for a bushwalk, maybe you like to, I don't know. Anyway, you'll know what you like to do. And if you don't, go and try some things. Go and try some things and find what you like. All right, and number 30, we got there. Number 30 is to seek wisdom. If that is the only thing you remember, then let that be the one that you take away from today's episode is to seek wisdom, to seek the wisdom from God. Seek wisdom. And we've, you know, we've gone through Proverbs together. We did that um, over on Instagram a couple of months ago. We went through Proverbs and I spoke about that in maybe like two or three podcast episodes ago. We went through the book of Proverbs and, and my key takeaways, but the thing that really I have learned is it is an ever-evolving unraveling of wisdom and revelation that as you go through life and life happens, life circumstances happen, you seek out more wisdom. As you keep seeking the kingdom of God, you keep getting more wisdom to then help you help you on your day. So that, my friends, is 30 lessons for my 30th year of, um, of life. And I'm so I'm so glad that I get to get to share it with you, even if it's just through your earphones. But I hope that today, I hope that this was somewhat helpful. I hope that you either really resonated with them or got something out of them or it made you think encouraged you is really just what I want to do so be blessed mama and I will be back with you next week for another episode of the wholesome mama show well that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week if you did get something out of today's episode please subscribe leave a review so I know that you're loving the show you can also come in chat on instagram the handle is at wholesome mama and don't forget we have a facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles so come and join us over there as well the link for everything is always in the show notes have a beautiful week mum. be blessed and i will be with you next week